Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. <laughs> Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, I, 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 I love it when I run up into people and they say that to me. They say, hey, Steve Harvey got a radio show. Then they wink at me. I know they're listening. You know, I got a lot off my chest yesterday. I wanted to clear some things up, and I, I appreciate y'all giving me a minute because sometimes, you know, you just got to say some things out loud, not complaining, but, hey, just verbalizing, but realizing that I got to keep going anyway. And that's my words this morning to you, that I want you to keep pushing no matter what happens. I, I want to share something with you that's important. That's very, very important. See, you have to give God something to bless. You know, if, if, if your prayer is asking for God's blessings, you got to give him something to work with now. You know, you, you, you got to show the spirit of appreciation or gratitude. You got to let him know that you're in it for the long haul. No matter what happens, don't turn around. You will never, ever see what the end could be if you turn around and go back. You'll never know what the end could have been had you stuck it out. You'll never know how good it could have gotten had you not just weathered the storm. That's the thing that gets most people. They, it get tough for them, it get hard for them, and then they let doubt set in, 
And then those doubts become facts. And the next thing you know, they give up. Had you not given up or had you given your best, what the results or outcome could have been? I look back on my life on so many occasions where in college I wasn't giving my best. Now I flunked out. Now, it's easy to look at my life now and go, yeah, but look at you now. But back then, man, it cost me for so many years. That failing to finish, that not giving my all, it cost me a number of years. I wish I could say that it didn't mean nothing, that it was just a blimp on the radar screen. But at the time, it was major. And so you have a lot of decisions in your life that are happening now. You may be in your 20s, your late teens. You could be in your early 30s and it's happening. But guess what? You'll eventually get through it, provided one thing, you never give up. You never turn around and go back. Had I written myself off because of one failure, see, and this is where so many people go go wrong at too. You write yourself off after you failed at something. The one thing you thought you wanted to accomplish and you failed at it, now you write yourself off as a a failure. Now you go settle on into life and just see what what hand you get. When I flunked out of college, had I written myself off as a failure, I wouldn't be here today. When I lost my carpet cleaning company, I would have written myself off as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I didn't become a diamond distributor in Amway or a direct distributor in Amway even, I would have written myself as a a failure and I wouldn't be here today. When I bought a distribution kit to become a distributor of of, uh, the Bohemian Diet and I didn't make it, I would have written myself as a failure when I became an A.L. Williams distributor and I didn't make it. I would have written myself as a failure and I wouldn't be here today. Oh, I got a list for you. When I got laid off at Ford Motor Company, had I written myself as a failure, I wouldn't have made it. Do you need some more? Because I have a story filled with mishaps. I have a story Feel with failures. Couple of things now. The grace of God and his mercy, which is available to us all. See, that's the key, y'all. Because of his mercy. Because of his willingness to forgive. And to even understand why we do the things we do. In all of my shortcomings, failed marriages, I'm talking about, man, got it all wrong. Can't blame nobody else. It's just me. Steve ain't have it together at that point in life. I could have ridden myself as a failure the first time. I could have, I just could have gave up on it after the second one. And and please know that this is an admission. This ain't bragging. So before you start in with me, understand what I'm saying. I'm pointing out in my life, a series of missteps and failures. But how I still get here today? Couple of things. God's grace and mercy is first. But that's the key that's for everybody. See, if it's God's willingness 
to forgive you and God's understanding of why we do what we do because he said we wasn't going to be perfect. So in all of your imperfections, your creator told you you would not be perfect. He said it to you. It's out there. I don't care which one of the books you read, it tells you that. So guess what? With that in mind, he has a grace that he has. It's like a grace period. It's like when you don't pay your insurance premium on the day that it's due, the next day they don't just cancel your insurance premium. They have a grace period because they ain't trying to stop this money from coming in. But when it comes to God, there's no money required. He just gives you the grace freely. It don't cost you nothing. So you got to tap into that, y'all. You got to get in touch with that because that's an important part to making it, understanding that his grace is available. So when you make a mistake, so when you fail at it, he has a loophole in the contract with him that allows you to make mistakes, that allows you to get it wrong, that allows you to fail time and time and time again. But if you never give up, if you keep getting up, if you keep trying, if you keep striving, if you keep making the effort to go forward and not go back, God has a blessing for you and he has it in abundance for you and God will give it to you at the right time. But you got to be ready. Oh, I want it to be successful, but if he had given it to me back then, I wouldn't have handled it correctly because I would have made some more mistakes along the way. So you make the mistakes to learn the lessons. Lord, man, God been good to me. I ain't gonna lie to you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have it. I'm talking about your attention, please. Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's morning time, man. It is morning time. We are here. We are about to bring you some uplift, some motivation, some inspiration, and some information. We finna let you have it. In the words of my boy Biggie Wig back in Cleveland, we finna tear their mouth out. Steve Harvey, you heard that's what I said. Tear they mouth out. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love that phrase, man. One to love, tear they mouth out. He came to see me in Cleveland one night, and before the show, we was backstage when I first started doing arenas and stuff, you know, theaters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Big came to see me. My father was there. I got the picture of me and my father and Big. It's big kid, you seen this in my dressing room mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Me and my father and Biggie Wig. I was about to go on stage. He had on a full-length raccoon coat. Not the raccoon. A raccoon yeah. hat. <laughs> snake jacket. Snake pants. And mm-hmm. gator boots. Mix your animals. Yes. What? Yes. A lot of animals came Mixed up missing. Media. I'm backstage. I'm dapping up my boy uh, Juan. I dapped up Boom. And then uh, Big said, give me some of that one and love. I dapped him up. He said, go on out there and tear their mouth out. <laughs> I went right out there and tore their mouth out. Steve Harvey Morning Show. I was a bad man. Y'all must have forgot. Morning, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. You, that's where you got that from. Yeah, <laughs> sure big and weird. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? Hey, 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 Junior. Morning, everybody. Morning, huh? And a few Tommy. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Mississippi middle. Monica. <laughs> what up, though? Wow. <laughs> what up, though? What up, wow. That was yeah. sippy-ish. That was sippy-ish. Ooh, can they get this virus over with? Man. What's going on, Junior? Oh, it's Tuesday. I'm starting to look like one of them sailors from Captain Phillips, the movie. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. I'm starting to look just like them, Terry. <laughs> hey, you know that Captain Phillips. Can I talk about that movie The movie for with Tom Hanks. I am the uh, captain. What was the name? Good movie. Captain Phillips. Tom Hanks? Yeah, Captain Phillips. You know, man, when them Somalians got on that boat, mm-hmm. off that little ragged ass you boat, you ain't gonna be. To I said, either. <laughs> <laughs> you kidnap a boat full of white folks. No risk, no reward, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> How? What did you what? think? What's Your chances. <laughs> white folks don't give a damn if you in the ocean. You can't kidnap a boat full of white folks. But, dog, he told him, I got 10 grand. You can take this and be on your way. Man, no. dog. No. We want more. Dog, okay, you was greedy. off the boat. Got <laughs> you could have got your ass off the boat. And then he thought he was going to lower one of them life-saving boats. And how far you think that finna take you? Mm. Oh, boy, this big, this yellow-ass boat. You know who All right, looking guys. for right now, man. <laughs> Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to do some Ask the CLO with the Chief Love Officer in the building, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you ready? Time for Ask the Whoa. CLO, the Chief Love Officer. Here we go. This one is from Tammy in Oklahoma. Uh, Tammy says, my boyfriend and I have been together for nine years, and we have four children together. I really want to be with him forever, but he is not the most romantic man in the world, and our relationship is getting stale. I am tired of giving him hints around Valentine's Day or my birthday to do something special for me. He tells me he loves me every day, but I no longer feel the love. How can I get him to stop taking me for granted? Well, the first thing you have to do is stop taking yourself for granted. You've been his boyfriend for nine years and you have four children. If you want more, you have to command more. Why would he give you more when he knows you're willing to settle for being his girlfriend and he your boyfriend for nine years? How can I get him to be more romantic? I think the bigger question is how can you get him to commit to you and marry you? How can you give the children his last name? Now, ain't in your business. It don't make no difference whether you do it or not. But you wrote in to me. So I'm just Mm. saying to you, I'm just trying to, in a nice little Christian way, just offer you a suggestion. Just a how you could just maybe just, you know, you know, just aim a little bit higher. Stop (laughs) shooting the gun at his kneecaps. I want Mm. something for my birthday. I want something for Valentine's Day. How about a damn wedding? How about that? Hard, baby. If you don't, if you quit aiming so low, mm-hmm. you might mess around and go somewhere. She didn't mm. mention a wedding or marriage at all. No, but I've been, he my boyfriend for nine years. We got four kids. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right. What? <laughs> we'll move on to Carmen in Philly. Carmen says, I'm a divorced single mother. My ex and I didn't have a custody battle. 
nor did I put him on child support. I'm regretting it now. Legally, I have to let our three-year-old daughter visit him, uh, even though he doesn't provide any uh, financial support for her. I have to pack uh, any and everything she might need because my ex doesn't have any clothes, toys, not even a toothbrush for our little girl at his house. I want to drag him back to court, but I don't want to be angry, the angry ex-wife. How should I approach this? Oh, wow. You don't have to be the angry ex-wife. You just have to have this man be responsible for his child. It's called the law. It's it's mm. it's not you're not the angry ex. You're the you, it's, a man can't get off the hook for his responsibility to his right. children. Right. I'm sorry. I'm paid. I'm paid child support. I ain't got no feelings for nobody. You're here talking about some damn child support. It's it's your duty, and you don't get a badge for paying child support. They're not gonna have a parade for you. We don't no. do child support day. That, no. that don't go over there next to 4th of July or Columbus Day. Ain't no holiday. <laughs> you, 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 don't get, yeah, you don't get no holiday for paying child support. You are responsible for the children. Just allow him to be the responsible man you thought he would be when you married him. Yeah. But you can't get in the way of his responsibility. Yeah, she's making it easy for him. Yeah, why are you making yourself like you the villain? Yeah. How he ain't paying no child support? She three. He doesn't even have a mm. toothbrush for his baby. Oh, what wow. is he doing? Yeah. So she no. got to pack up everything. Yeah, Clothes, she's, toys. She's making that's it too easy lot. for yeah. him. Make yeah, him do really something. Yeah, he has to pay child support. Yeah. Look, that's the law. I ain't dogging men. I'm, this is what it is. I'm dogging yeah. him. We're responsible. Yeah. If a woman <laughs> has your baby and she's taking care of the baby, you have to help. That's your baby. I feel badly for her because she's feeling like she doesn't want to be the angry ex-wife. And why You're do you not angry. Feel like it's that? it's yeah. the law. Yeah, yeah. It's the law. He can't get off like that. You can't make babies and don't be a man about it. Mm-hmm. Partner, that ain't what this is. Right. Yeah. Tell him, Steve. That's you it. can't. I'm sorry, man. Drop that ain't Steve acting old-fashioned. That's the law. That's true. And he man, I feel like it. cussing. Go ahead. Come here, man. No, Tommy. I told y'all doing my closing remarks yesterday. Say what's on your mind today. Tomorrow ain't promised. Get it out. All right, Steve. This one's from Paris in the uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, the DMV area. She says, I'm a 38-year-old single woman, and I've been uh, best friends with a man for 30 years. Over the years, we have dated others, but our relationship never seems to work out. Uh, Their relationships never seem to work out. She says, I told him that we can't find love because we're in love with each other. He didn't respond. I want to have a serious conversation with him about us, but I don't want our friendship to be awkward if he tells me there is no us. If he wants me, would he have said so by now? I would have. Yeah. Now, let me tell you what the deal is if he's not saying anything. He could have feelings for you and be scared to death you'll quit talking to him. And this usually happens when a man is very, very unattractive. <laughs> I didn't know you were going there with it. Yeah. You're from an ugly yeah. man, Doc? Yeah. Now, if he ugly, he can't run the risk of you not talking to him. Because no he, he ain't got a whole lot of options. So maybe, I've just been thinking it out. Maybe he's very unattractive. And he's scared that mm. you're going to quit talking to him. 
Because everybody else talking to him. Yeah. He can't she, keep nobody. But she wants She though. She said, I mean, she broached the subject. She brought it up first. I know, but he's scared to say something. And I, I would open the conversation like this. Baby, can I talk to you for a minute? I know you probably think you ugly as hell. She's talking to him. I know you probably think you ugly as hell, but I I don't see you that way. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that's the icebreaker. I find I find there are a lot of nice things about you. Mm. Yeah, looks ain't one of them. She come back with the salt, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You got keep, keep the wound and flesh open on him. Yes. Don't let All him right. think he's cute. He's going to gain confidence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, CLO. Coming up next, Nephew in the Building with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here. She'll have uh, today's national news, our coronavirus update. Plus, California's Governor Gavin Newsom will reopen California this Friday. Plus, did you hear North Korea's dictator Kim Jong-un is back? Also, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> A lot of disappointed back. people with that news. <laughs> yeah, he's back. I'll be damned. I know. Can you hear that in your head we, right now? Yes. Man, just what <laughs> we thought. God, yeah. I know Dennis right Rodman back. is happy, huh? <laughs> Also in entertainment news, uh, Tiger King fans, get ready. There is more coming. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Insurance. In what? Oh. Insurance. <laughs> Insurance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Insurance. <laughs> Make sure you got your insurance. <laughs> right. You need insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Insurance, here it is. It's called insurance. This is Joseph. How can I help you? Uh, Yeah, Joseph, how you doing, man? I got your your number. uh, uh, Well, somebody gave me your card, told me you have an insurance company. You might be able to help me. Absolutely. We'd love to help you. We'd love to help you. Okay. Listen, I'm... um, I'm, I'm seeking some insurance. Now, what all insurance do you guys have? What what, what all do you all cover? Oh, we have automobile insurance. We have home insurance. Uh, we have life insurance, uh, fire, flood. Uh, we pretty much uh, we have everything. What exactly what type of insurance you were looking for? Okay, well, see, I need. Uh, I have my own business, my own mm-hmm. company. Oh, that's good. Entrepreneur, I like that. Okay, what I what I'm what I'm, what I'm what I'm trying to do, man, is I'm trying to make sure I have insurance for the people underneath me. Oh, okay. Your employees. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. I want I want my employees to be insured. Okay. Good you good. know, like if something good happens good. to them, they can get they can get workman's comp. You know what I mean? I, I want to be able to to accommodate them that way. Is that? And uh, are you able to help me out with something like that? Yeah, uh, I am able to help you. I just need to ask you a few questions. Uh, how many How many employees do you have? Right now, I have. I got six. Well, I got four that's working full time. Mm-hmm. I got two that that work uh, predominantly on the weekends. Okay, okay so I got. Right. Let me think real quick. Let me. I got cinnamon. I got ice. Jasmine. I got thunder. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Um, sir, uh, tell me your name again, sir. What was? Uh, Smitty. Okay. Smitty. Okay. Um, um, what type of business do you have, sir? Uh, well, I'm 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 more of a um I'm a I'm a PC, and um, I'm sorry, PC. Oh. 
personal consultant? No, 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 no. I'm a, I'm, I'm pretty close though. Pretty close. That's, a, that's that's pretty close. I'm I'm a, oh. I'm a pleasure consultant. And and what it is, me, I got um, you know, I got. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. Did you say uh, pleasure consultant? Right, right. What what that is, man, is is you know, I I, I pleasurize uh, people that want to be pleasurized. Like I have uh, girls that may dance for you. Uh, some may come by and and uh, do other things for you. Whoa, 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 wait, you know, wait, 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 after parties, private parties, that oh, kind of thing. Are you trying you know? to insure strippers or, or call girls? Well, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to insure what I'm trying to insure. I mean, I give all my girls 1099s at I the end of the year. I, 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 don't, I don't know what this is an insurance company. This is a reputable company. Uh, we don't insure call girls or strippers. Sir, I'm trying to insure my product. I mean, the way the economy is right now, everybody got to look out for themselves. I got to insure what I need to insure so in case things go bad, man, I can bounce back on that. You understand? I, what I'm I understand that, sir, and I, I do understand I mean, I'm a businessman just like you are. Sir, but we don't insure uh, call girls, strippers. So, so hold on. Now, I got your card, man. You're trying to tell me that now you can't give me no insurance? We can't insure call girls or strippers. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Tell me, what type of duties do they perform? Well, I mean, what you mean? What kind of do? I mean, they. they well, have I have to, on the application. I have to put down what type of duties do your. We're gonna put down. We're gonna put down uh, 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 exotic dance. You know, uh, and see, since they are, are there for people that like uh, need to have some personal attention, man. You know, we just put something else down, like you know, uh, counseling. You know, are these prostitutes? You want to ensure. I'm not saying that, man. I'm not stop, stop saying that. Don't say that no more. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying well, that's you what know, you're, that's what they are. Sir. Well, why don't, why don't you put down PC, man? Why don't why don't you put down pleasure consultant for him, man? Pleasure consultant, sir. Um, we don't do that here. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know how to help you, sir. We don't do that here. You can't insure a prostitute. Did I tell you don't say that no more? I told you. This right here is a PC. It's a pleasure consultant. Now, somebody that gave me this business card and told me that you'll be able to take care of me, and now here you is coming back saying you can't. See, this one is starting to be some for Smitty now. Uh, 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 sir, you, you have to refrain from using that language. No, 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 no. They're they telling me that you are able to insure me, man. Now, yes, you sir. We are able to insure you. You're the one coming back with some bogus right here, dog. Listen, we don't insure any type of ghetto mess prostitutes, uh, call girls, um, that's some street junk that we don't do here. Hey, man, listen. I was told you can insure me, and guess what? You go insure me. I'm going to go back and forth with you, Doc. I'm going to come down there to your office, and I want to, I want these papers filled out so I can sign them. So I can come have my, my office. Look, man, we don't insure no prostitutes or no or no strippers, okay? So we don't do that. And, and, and you're not going to come down to my office with this ghetto mess. We don't do that. Who you think you hollering at, man? You you who don't you know who you're fooling at? with. Now don't let this corporate over the phone corporate voice fool you, cause I can get gangster. Hey man, I don't know now, who you think you hollering at. Now we don't do that here. Hey man, look at let me tell you something. I'm on my way down there. Okay. Sir, do not come to this office. Do you not me? come to this office. I'm coming do to not. the office. You go insure my girls for me. Now somebody gave me my your card and told me you can take care of me on the low, and that's what you gonna do. Now, I need my damn insurance for my girls, dog. That's all I'm trying to get out of you. Don't you bring your up to my establishment with this We don't do it, and I will not. And if you bring your up, you're going to get your what? Hey, man, I got one. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. Now, I try to be nice, and I try to be professional, but this is some Don't you bring your up to my office, or I'm going to kick your 
You ain't cinnamon in front of all them f***ers up there. Hey, man, I got one more thing I need to say to you. You listening? Yes. What you got to say to me, dude? What the f***? I do not insure prostitutes, okay? What do you have to tell me? I got to tell you this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, Oh, my God. I'm going to kill that boy. God, God. <laughs> 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 I was going to go postal. <laughs> I cannot believe that <laughs> hit me up to this. Oh, <laughs> y'all got me. Boy, I am one. Uh, I am one. Well, let me ask you this here, man. Let me ask you this here. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Bonafide, certified, mm-hmm. stupid. Play oh, too yeah. much. Play too and much. I wear it well. I wear it well. Best I've baby. ever seen. <laughs> Insurance. All right, nephew, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. He's back. <laughs> Who am I talking about right now? Why, North Korea's dictator, Kim Jong-un. Uh, he has returned to the public eye. What? We thought he was near death or dead. It's, it's, a, it's some people in North Korea going, I'll be damned. God, dog, I thought we was off in the head down to South Korea for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has returned to the public eye reportedly to cut a ribbon at the opening of fertilizer plant of a fertilizer plant there, and uh, now there's commentary. That's a that's a little uh, irony there. Not fertilizer apropos. Plant. Yeah, go Why down there and that? cut the ribbon at the fertilizer plant. Uh-huh. Mm. Why you Just that? in time for some. Mm. Go down here where they serving this sugar honey iced tea. We're going to cut this ribbon on this right. sugar honey iced tea factory. <laughs> All right, and now there's commentary, Steve, from, from officials that they don't think Kim Jong-un had um, that rumor. Ru- they don't think he had the rumored heart surgery at all. They don't even think he had the surgery. I think, rumor. I well, think it's think a double. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, some some of the dictators do. I think doubles. it's a double. Oh, 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 really? Yeah. Oh, they got doubles. Oh, and body doubles. Yeah, they do. Oh, because the first true. person gets shot in a dictatorship ain't gonna be the dude. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking it's think a double that. down there cutting that ribbon. They got another little fat little Korean dude. With that haircut though. With that bald haircut, <laughs> you can get that. A lot of people know how to do that haircut. Yeah. I accidentally win? cut my hair like that one time. <laughs> what? That's such a serious Chili bowl cut. Prominent, yeah, prominent North Korean <laughs> defect uh, leader has apologized for leaking the story, saying that Kim Jong-un was seriously ill. So I guess it was all just a rumor. Wow. Well, let me explain something to you. If that was a rumor, mm-hmm. you will notice there will be at least 10 dead people. <gasps> Seriously, because he'll, he'll kill all the people. Yeah, I heard she's a beast. She loves murder. All right, mm. so so we hear. How uh, to get away with murder. <laughs> in other entertainment news, we all know Tiger King was a big hit for Netflix. We all watched the show. 
Uh, well, Tiger King fans, get ready because actor Nicolas Cage is going to play Joe Exotic in an upcoming... We knew this was just a matter of time. It's a movie now? Yeah, it's a Tiger King script, uh, scripted eight-episode series, okay? Oh. Uh, the series will focus Who on... Who want to see that? <laughs> we already saw the real, yeah. Who who want to see Nicolas Cage? <laughs> Dog, you can't oh, Nicholas, be better than said. this dude. Ooh, you said Nicholas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, the series is going to focus on Joe's life and how he became Joe Exotic. All right, so... That, that's something uh, a little different. No, nah, hell no. no. Dog, y'all, you don't even got to go see this. Yeah. 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 Take your ass to Netflix. <laughs> if you haven't seen <laughs> Tiger King, it is the best reality show ever filmed on planet Earth of all time. Yeah, it's too <laughs> very, much. very it's interesting. Too much yes, it is. Woo, it's got a lot Hair going on. He had two. Husbands. Husbands. Um, he God. had two husbands. Yeah. Both of them on meth. One of them's meth teeth had just took all his damn teeth. And he was a young really. man. <laughs> and he was young. Ain't have yeah. a one. Ain't have one solid tooth in his head. <laughs> all right, Steve. We got to move on. Time to catch up on today's headlines. Once I chip my tooth, I'm not <laughs> doing that drug no more. Did you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Once you, you hear take me. a tooth. <laughs> Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Good morning. Here's the news. The Trump administration is uh, rejecting the conclusions made in an internal government report obtained by the New York Times, a report that's predicting that if states open up too fast, okay, that the daily nationwide coronavirus death toll could double by early June. The Times is citing a Centers for Disease Control update acquired by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, that predicts that the number of COVID-19 deaths in this country could reach about 3,000 a day by June 1st if stay-at-home and social distancing stuff is canceled. However, the White House spokesperson, Judd Deere, says in a statement that this is not a document, nor has it been presented to the White House's Coronavirus Task Force. Capitol Hill was only half open yesterday. Republican leader Mitch McConnell reopened the U.S. Senate, requiring all clerks and other support personnel to show up. But in light of the threat posed by the pandemic, Illinois Democrat Dick Durbin says he wasn't too pleased being called back to work. The Senate is here today because the majority leader has brought us back to Washington against medical advice. We know what the standard is in the District of Columbia for the people who live here. Stay home. Don't meet in groups. Work away from your normal working place to protect yourself. But we're back in town. However, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi didn't do that. She didn't call back the nation's congressmen and women back to Capitol Hill again for safety reasons. For the first time in its history, the U.S. Supreme Court heard cases by telephone yesterday. All the justices are over 65. So with the coronavirus in mind, the high court heard the first of 10 cases uh, in a telephone conference while allowing some members of the public to listen in, actually. Just one more way in which the COVID-19 pandemic has forced American society to adjust to a new reality. In a fundraising effort designed to fund research uh, to find a vaccine to fight the coronavirus and hosted by the European Union yesterday, more than 50 countries, organizations and institutions made contributions. The Trump administration did not participate. The EU group hopes to support the development, they say, of both a treatment and a vaccine that is accessible and affordable 
worldwide. So that's why they're trying to get that money up. By the way, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom is being challenged in court over his continued uh, stay-at-home order uh, because of COVID-19, which he says will remain in effect until further notice. The governor has continued to maintain the closure of beaches and stuff in, Ocean, in Orange County. Florida started reopening yesterday. The governor calls it phase one with stores and restaurants operating at limited capacity. And finally, today is Cinco de Mayo. So enjoy. And if you don't you know, know about Mexican food, go online and get a recipe and celebrate that way. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, this week is National Teacher Appreciation Week, guys, and we love, yeah. love, love our teachers and our educators. That's that's my wife. That's what this month. Yeah, plus now, yeah, with all the homeschooling, homeschooling going on, you're right, Tommy, we really appreciate what you guys do uh, every single day. So, Steve, you played a teacher, of course, on your TV show, the Steve Harvey well, TV show. You played Mr. Hightower. Can you tell us who was your favorite teacher yeah, <laughs> growing up? Yeah, real life. Yeah, we know about Miss Blandon. Oh, no, I don't want I like Miss Cleveland and Miss Adams and Ray Davis. But oh. can I tell you something that's happening? Uh-huh. Uh, this is the first time we've seen the grandkids since mm-hmm. quarantine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. Marjorie okay. and I waited oh, for yesterday? two weeks after uh-huh. we caught that flight home, mm-hmm. so we make we cleared the two weeks. Mm-hmm. So yesterday was the first time we saw the grandkids. And, you know, they in school. And so Rose came in and told me yesterday, Papa, I'm at home school. I walked right in my office and said, you're not finna learn a damn thing over here. <laughs> you're not Your ass is over here to visit. No, don't, don't, please don't ask Papa for no help at the home school tomorrow. You're this off why. from school. You're smart children. You this can is miss why a we day. love our teachers, okay? Yeah. <laughs> thank you for making that case and point, Steve. Yes, thank God for teachers. <laughs> yes. Amen. Man. Yes, Lord. And yes. Carla, how you doing with the homeschooling? It's tough, Steve. I'm <laughs> telling you, that sixth grade math, it's always the math, isn't it's it? It's the it's math. It's the sixth yeah. grade math, and she's doing a sixth grade science and projects. But let me say this. I really now, and if I think most parents feel this way, you appreciate teachers now way more, more than yeah, ever. ever. Yeah, ever. Well, see, your, your baby Tasha is, y'all, you go to white school, your sixth grade math different from what I was doing. <laughs> Yo, Nine and nine, Stevie. <laughs> nine. <laughs> Why well, you yeah, put your head down? You got to close your eyes. 16, 16, He's really 17. thinking hard. You 18. Brain. Yes. Why <laughs> take you so long? I ran out of the fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Almost it's over. Tough. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. School, school is out for the year. But what, yeah, what they're doing, though, these kids are doing homeschool lessons, Steve. They're getting great. They, yeah. This my- is... End of the school year. Last yeah, it's end of the oh, school year. I, t- I told my grandkids yeah. we're not going to do grades. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen over here. I'm going to give you a trust fund. You, you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, they got yeah a I told my grandkids, I'm going to give you a trust fund. You'll be all right. Get out. Don't ask me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, we appreciate our, our, our teachers and our yeah. educators on National Teacher Appreciation Week. Thank you guys so much for the hard, yeah. hard, hard work that you do. Yes, right. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, CNN's Don Lemon's trending viral video. Wait till you see this. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
In trending viral video news, CNN's host uh, Don Lemon made a powerful, powerful soliloquy. Uh, first, he praised former President Bush for calling for unity during this pandemic. But then Don really went in and accused President Trump of being obsessed with former President Barack Obama. If you missed it, take a listen. What is it about President Obama that really gets under your skin? Is it because he's smarter than you? Better educated? Made it on his own? Didn't need daddy's help? Wife is more accomplished? Better looking? I don't know, what is it? What is it about him? That he's a black man that's accomplished, became president? That he punked you on the whole birth certificate thing? What is it about him? Just wondering. Answer him, Donald. Answer him. You hear him talking to you? Lemon what facts. Yes. Put yes. that right in yes. perspective. Yes. What you, you think, know, Steve? This president, and I kid you not, man, is the most childish, yes. immature, mm-hmm. narcissistic, mm-hmm. uncaring, evasive, mm-hmm. lying, Go low now. Go paranoid, low. Mm-hmm. egotistical. Shameless, uh-huh. and the most I've never seen Passing anybody points more fingers yeah. at more people, and is to blame for nothing. And I think all of us who have lived in this world long enough, we know somebody. We all have an associate that used to we thought they were friends, and we had to put them in the associate column, who acts like they know every damn thing. They are the most uncomfortable people to be around because you know no matter what you say, they finna top it. I don't care what your story is, they got a bigger one. I don't care what go wrong, their opinion is always right. And like Shirley just said, one-upsmanship. That's cool if you if you a truck driver or a comedian or you a radio show host. Oh, that's good. You know, don't none of that fly as president of the United States. <laughs> Damn, dog. Dog, if you drive a truck for Pepsi, cause you can be all this I just named. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this, these qualities, man, are unbecoming of the largest, supposedly richest nation in the world. What? But I have news for you. And I've done some discoveries traveling. This ain't the richest nation in the world. Sorry. It's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the richest nation in the world that reports to Forbes magazine. Uh-huh. If some people ain't on Forbes, mm-hmm. they, they have money. There are individuals that have more money than nations. Nations. Really? Hold on. What? Seriously, nations. Individuals. I can believe that. Yeah. Oh, that have sis- more money than nations. Than Did nations, they? Tommy. Than nations. nations. Wow. Dog. There's some people some with some with some man. paper, man. And That's I crazy. just we we are being guided and led, and this is why I want people to be careful, man. Listen to me. Let him run the White House. Don't let him run your house. 
Mm. Say that again. Let him run the White House. Do not let him run your house. Yeah. That's a book right there, man. It's a a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Because the White House has never been a great benefit to us anyway over the years. When they try to do something for us, bipartisanship or some other party knocks it down. Even for the people that's trying to do something good. But do not let this White House narrative get into your house. Because, man, this dude is about him. He just has to be reelected so he can stop these indictments that's coming his way. Because the moment this man ain't, preg- ain't, ain't president, New York got something for his ass. All right, Steve, well said. Uh, coming up next, we'll play that whole Don Lemon excerpt at the end of the show. And coming up next, the nephew has today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Today's subject, I may be falling for a liar. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. But right now, nephew in the building right here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Repo. Repo, man. It's time to repo a car. Repo. You ever had your man. car repossessed? Yeah. Hell yeah. Really? But it took them three oh, years man. to get it, though. Man. <laughs> no, I ain't never had that. Well, dang. Time I hear my car agreement? for three years, dog. I stopped paying my payment. Years. I had got eight months behind. They were looking for me hard. I, I kept my car without a single payment for three years without That's a impossible. single payment. Where you put it at? No, it ain't impossible. Out on the road. Is this during the oh, same so you time rolling. that you are? You're, you're doing stand-up. Hell, I lived in it. Oh, so you couldn't get it repoed. Your so long as you I'm going to turn this in. <laughs> yeah. You can't afford to. Dog, turn in my house? So, <laughs> right. So was this before or after or during the times you were turning on people's gas? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. This was this was after. Uh, yeah. yeah, I you're lost the, the gas business because a police called me. Okay. <laughs> This and this is why you can't. This is why the Lord made him. (laughs) Yeah, this is why the Lord made him rich, though, because he could not have a life of crime. No, I see them police. They kind of they click. They was in the plane car. They got me. I was turning somebody's gas back on from the street. (laughs) So, so before we run this prank, let me ask you this. So were you ever at home? Were you ever in Cleveland with the car? And did you? Did you? How did you hide it in Cleveland? Oh, I would take the car like to a grocery store, park in the back like I work night shift, get out, catch the bus down to St. Clair, get off and walk down to Eddie Road. Yeah, I just parked in a different department store every night. Please, let's get to the prank. <laughs> Way before UPS. Repo, man. Or they come hey, dog, get they him. ain't low jack, none of that back then. What yeah. is they going to do? <laughs> I'm a hood boy. I park it at my partner's house. I, all that, man. Dog, I never put that car in my driveway. Ever. Ever. Come on, Tommy. Repo, repo man. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Uh, I'm trying to reach a please. This him? How are you? My name is uh, Robert. I'm with the uh, collection agency. You do own a uh, Sierra GMC truck, am I correct? Yeah. Okay. We don't show that we've had any payments uh, within the last... I guess about three, close to four months now. And we want to try and stop having to come in and repossess it. Maybe we give you a chance to uh, bring your payment in, but we haven't had a payment from you in about four months, sir. No, I just want to pay my truck. No, I had changed some s*** financial. I'm with the other, um, 
another bank. I, I don't, I don't, I don't with them no more. Yeah, I've been paying on time. It's direct deposit from my account. I ain't worried about that. Well, uh, I'm with they've they've turned you over to, to us. I'm with uh, collection agency, and we haven't gotten anything from. I don't, I don't show any uh, any paperwork here on the computer at all that we've had any payments made within the last four months. So that's why they. No, I've been paying it. I don't, I don't know how they turned it over to y'all without my permission. They can't never turn my my uh, my tires and my truck over to y'all and pay y'all. I don't even know y'all. Well, I understand that, sir. What happens is if you haven't paid it in a certain amount of time, it actually comes over to the collection agency, and that's what they've done. They've actually sent it over to us, uh, and they've given us uh, pretty much all the information on you. I guess it's a uh, goldish type of color uh, Sierra GMC truck, from my understanding. Am I correct? Yeah, that's my truck. Okay. Um, now, what I'm going to need from you today, Jeremy, is for you to come in uh, and make a payment to us this evening for four months, so we can so so we don't have to come in and repossess your truck. And I don't want to have to do that. But I, if I have to send a wrecker out there to you, I have your address on file as well. I don't want to have to send anybody out to pick it up. Hey, hold on, partner, slow down, slow down, slow down. Y'all not coming in my truck, and I'm not paying y'all for for no four months. I've been paying my truck no all time every month. That's a done deal. Sir, I don't want to get in a back and forth with you, but I'm telling you exactly how it's going to go. Now, I'll come out there and repossess it myself, but I'm telling hey, you. Um, look, 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 partner, slow down. Look, that's not, that's not even um, where we got to go with that. Don't be, you don't need to be screaming and fussing and, and chaotic and come get it yourself and all that stuff. You ain't on my truck my truck that's gonna be that all right, wait, 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 hang on let's back up because i'm a man just like you man what do you mean it's gonna it's gonna be that what are you saying what are you what are you what are you saying to me son i'm, 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 I'm telling you no son look i'm telling you that i, I, I pay my truck note and, and that's a final I, I don't know i don't know who you well, let's get I, i've already stated to you before i'm with an agency and let's get one thing straight you don't tell me i tell you now hey come you, hey, hey. Dude, calm down. We're on the phone. It, it don't make no sense talking, you know, um, over the phone and whatnot. You can come. You can come get the truck. My truck right here at work. I'm right here. You can come. You can come try to get my truck. You can come over here. Sure. I'm already aware of where you work and the whole nine yards. Now, I don't. I'm, I'm trying to be as uh, cordial with you as I can. Now you can. You talk about coming get my truck when I tell you I be paying my. So, you know, you should have dropped down and be like, all right, I'm going to check with somebody else and check with somebody else and make sure I'm, I'm right. And then call me back. I'm telling you, you haven't paid anything. That's what I'm telling you. I've got it listed on the computer. You've been turned over, an agency, and you haven't done it. You haven't done a thing. Well, you stupid. You, you, you raising your breath, screaming and hollering over the phone like that. Because that ain't going to do me or, me or you no good. But you ain't getting no money from me. Then you ain't coming in my truck. Well, matter of fact, you could come in my truck. I'm 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 gonna be on my truck and I'm gonna wait on you. What time are you gonna be there? It doesn't make any difference, sir. You're gonna get repossessed tonight if I don't get four months payment. Brought definitely. If I don't get four months payment brought into me, the collection agency, your truck will be taken care of. Oh, before... hold on, hold on. Listen, man, hold on. If I get that with me, you kind of kind of serious. Go my truck. Hey, let's stop screaming at me over this phone, partner. You quit cursing at me. That's what's wrong. You man. What? Look, you know what? I'm at the point I don't give a about this job. I'm ready to come kick your That's what I'm ready to do. Call him back, Kay. <laughs> Hello? I don't need a little scared hanging up the phone. You stand here like a man and you handle your problems. Hey, hold on. I'm at work. I can't be dealing with that I'm at work, too, doing my job the same way you're doing yours. Hey, well, well make your money do, do your job. Come get the truck. I got.
got one more thing I want to say to you before you go. Are you listening? Man, I'm listening. What you say, brother? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by s***. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here. <laughs> no, you got you got all my teeth trembling in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. You are you are all right, man. <laughs> no, I'm not all right. I'm on, I'm on top of this roof, man. I'm, I'm talking to my cooler. I'm upset. <laughs> you got me about the Joe Budget. <laughs> trying to get to my truck. <laughs> she told me. Oh, she told man. me, man. She said that boy loved that truck. Yeah, that's my truck, man. I love my, my, my only transportation, man. That's too much for the work. Hear you. Oh, I hear yeah. you. Hey, man. Oh, man, you got my picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it, bro. You got it pretty good. Hey, I got to ask you, man. Tell me, brother, what is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Oh, no doubt. Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Repo Man. Yeah. Hey, Tommy. I don't know wow. what's funny. The prank of my uncle in his Can I tell you one history. more thing that I did was the slickest move I made? What's that? Yes. Man, I bought a bike rack, put that on the back of my car, and now wherever I park my car, I mm-hmm. rode my bike home. <laughs> Boy, you know the options I had then? <laughs> Woo, I could park anywhere I wanted to, unhook in the rain, ride my bike home in the rain, in the snow. <laughs> We're going to get there. You were a survival. We're going to get there. I had the same attitude the U.S. Pony Express Survivor. had. Rain, oh. sleet, hell, or snow. <laughs> <laughs> you got mail? Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to do my life story one day. You have to. Good. Yes. You sure? I got to wait till I'm off TV, too. though, because that's You talk about Tiger King. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ooh, the king? That's right, Carla. <laughs> the wrong the king. king. Wrong I'm going to call my special the real thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn right. the Tiger King. I'm the real thing. Thank you, guys. Coming up next, uh, Strawberry Letter. Subject, I may be falling for a liar. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I may be falling for a liar. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 30-year-old divorced female, and I'm working on my master's degree uh, in nursing, so I wasn't focused on dating after my divorce, but six months ago, I met an amazing 25-year-old man that was heaven-sent. He's tall, dark, and handsome, with a nice house, car, and two jobs. He is my everything, and he takes good care of me. He pays bills, cooks, cleans, everything. There is just one big problem that I have with him, and I need your advice to see if uh, it's a deal breaker. This man is a liar. I have caught him in a few big lies, and some things he has told me don't add up. When we met, he told me he was a virgin, and we needed to get married before we had sex. Well, two months ago, we got a little tipsy and I was all over him. He gave in and we had sex and this man knew my body better than I did. 
It was the best I ever had, and I was happy and mad at the same time because there was no way this guy was a virgin. Instead of admitting he lied, he claimed that he learned everything about pleasing a woman by watching porn. Uncle Steve, is that even possible? I caught him lying about being at work when he was really playing basketball and napping all day. I caught him in so many lies because he forgets what he's lied about. This makes me doubt most things he says, but his uh, good does outweigh his bad. Over the weekend, I heard him on the phone with his cousin saying that he's planning to propose in December after I graduate. I'm not sure if I should overlook the lies to stay with him. This is a fairly new relationship, so I uh, have to trust whatever he tells me for now. Should I investigate him before I end up falling in love with a big liar? Please help me out. Well, you know, just based on the fact that you wrote in to us, it, it sounds like you're having some issues, some doubts, some some problems. Uh, and I, I just got to ask you, why would you do this to yourself? I mean, I'm really. Uh, trust is like a really important uh, thing in a relationship. I, I mean, one of the most important things in a relationship. You have to be able to trust your partner. And, and you can't trust this guy. You can't. You said it yourself. You haven't even known him that long. Um, and he's lying already. Uh, I, I hate just lying for no reason. Or like we say on this show, lying when the truth will do. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't let his great you know, skills in the bedroom, the good sex and all that. Don't let that blind you. All these are red flags. I mean, you said he knew your body better than you do and all that. That means he's not a virgin. Well, okay, so, you know, he's not a virgin. I mean, but I, I just got to, I, I mean, I guess he could learn some of those tricks by watching porn, but I would think he would have to practice on someone to get it as right as you say it is. So, um, you know, that's a lie, but that's not a, uh, it's a lie is a lie. It's not just a huge lie. And don't get me wrong, everybody lies, don't they? But I just say yeah. if he's lying, if he's lying before the marriage, I heard you, Tommy. He's going to lie in the marriage, in the relationship. He's just gonna lie. He works two jobs and all of this, but you caught him uh, playing basketball and not at work and sleeping all day. Maybe that was just one day. But I think you really need to be in this relationship longer, long enough to see if this is really, really, really a pattern. You have a few lies here and a few lies there to base this relationship on. I, I just think it's a lot of lying to be so early in the game and he's not going to change. Um, too many lies. So I, I don't think this is worth it, right? I just don't. I, I think, you know, you're already worried. So maybe you need to move on. Steve? <laughs> See, these men in these letters, I, I, I feel for women because we are such gamers but I know the game. This letter is entitled, I May Be Falling for a Liar. The title I want to give the letter is Blessings and Lies. Today's sermon is Blessings and Lies. Amen. Let's begin with the blessings. After your divorce six months, you met an amazing man. 25 years was heaven sent. That is a blessing. He's tall, dark, and handsome. Another blessing. Nice house, car, two jobs. Blessings. He is my everything. Blessings. He takes care of me. Listen to this. He pay bills. 
Lord Jesus blesses. He cooks and cleans, blesses, blesses everything. This is a blessing. There's one problem that I have with him, and I need your advice. If it's a deal breaker. Come on here now. This man is a liar. Mm. We've now gotten away from this letter filled with so many blessings. Yes. To now only find out he's a damn liar. He's a damn liar. That's right, Pastor. Caught him in some big lies. Yes. Told me stuff ain't add up. Mm. When we met, he told me he was a virgin and we needed to get married before we had sex. Where he at? Mm. Where did you meet this man? Got two cars, nice job, a house, a crib, handsome, tall dog, and he a virgin. Where he at? Hold on, Steve. We'll find out. Uh, oh, I got to, it for you. Yeah, when we get to part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter, I may be falling for a liar. We'll find out. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. I may be falling for a liar. All right, I'm going to kill the minister thing, and I just got mm-hmm. to go you got tired this of it. to the bank. <laughs> 30-year-old divorced female getting a master's degree to met the man of her dreams. Amazing, 25-year-old. She say he ever said he tall, dark, and he handsome. That's everything right there. Mm-hmm. Tall, dark, and handsome. He got a nice house, car. He got two jobs. He everything. Takes good care of me. All these blessings, like I said. He pay bills, blessings, cook, blessings. Bless his heart, Jesus. Cleans everything. But there's a problem I have with him. See if it's a deal breaker. This man is a liar. He tells damn lies all the time. I done caught him in some big lies and some things he's told me just didn't add up, she say. Mm. Now, here we go. When we met, he told me he was a virgin and we needed to get married before we had sex. Wait a minute. Didn't you just say he was your everything? Didn't you say he paid bills? cooks, cleans. Didn't you say that he got a nice house, a car, and two jobs? She said it. What makes you think you the first woman that been in this nice-ass house and this nice-ass car with this man with these two jobs? Why you think he working two jobs? Mm. Uh, He ain't working two jobs to better himself. He working two jobs to get more women. Now, listen to me. Well, two months ago, she said he was a virgin. We got a little tipsy and I was all over him. He gave in. And we had sex. And this man knew my body better than I did. It was the best I've ever had. Blessings. We're back on these blessings. Back on blessings. Back on them. And I was happy, blessing, but I was mad at the same time because there was no way this guy was a virgin. Instead of admitting it, he lied. He claimed that he learned everything about pleasing a woman by watching porn. Uncle Steve, is that even possible? Hell no. Let me explain something to you. Do you know how many times I done watched the damn Olympics? All of them. (laughs) 
Since I've been born, I've never missed a Summer Olympics. Do you know how many times I watched Michael Phelps win a gold medal in that swimming pool? And guess what? I can't swim worth a damn. <laughs> Stand at the TV. Kai, 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 just in the water. I'm splashing. I didn't even jump in there and try to damn near kill myself. Can't watch no porn yeah. and learn how to do sex good. Yeah. You can learn a couple of tricks moves, but it don't make you good at it. Sex is something you got to, if you gifted at it, it's cause you is. Yes, I am. Come on. Yes. Yes. You serious yes. now? Man in here know your body will better than yours. That's because he been round before. Mm. Mm. Up and down. Yeah. I love it when we're cruising together. That's what he been doing. He been cruising on several people. Mm. See, once I know my way around your body, it's because I done been round somebody. Yes. Other body. Many times. Okay. All right. I hear you. See, go on his Facebook page and look at his nickname. Mm. What, what, like what? Nickname? What's up? Freeway, What's up? Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he got he got names look like he'd have been all over the highway. Transformer. Yeah. He's in Freeway. <laughs> Show me your teeth. Show <laughs> what? Bite Mark. BC. Damn. What's BC? Booty clincher. <laughs> I caught him lying about being at work when he was really playing basketball and napping all day. Mm-hmm. I've caught him in so many lies because he forget what he lied about. This make me doubt everything he say. But his good does outweigh the bad. I know what you're talking about. You looking at that house, he paying them bills. Mm-hmm. He got them cars for you. He cook, he clean, everything. And not to mention, he done watched all them porno tapes and is now the best you've ever had. So that's the good that you say it outweighs the bad. Over the weekend, I heard him talking on the phone to his cousin say he was going to propose when you graduate. Now you want to know if I should overlook the lies and stay with him. This is a fairly new relationship. Do I trust whatever he tells me for now? Why would you? What kind of question is that? Do I trust everything he's telling you? Dan, you done caught him in how many lies? Trust. <laughs> Why would you trust what he tells you? Right. Yeah. Should I investigate him? Yes. <laughs> Google. Told you to go on Facebook. Go on Tinder. He's not tasty. He got <laughs> nicknames. <laughs> tasty. That might be my favorite. You know, one of, I heard a girl call him Atlas one time because he know his way around. <laughs> around the world. <laughs> Little Hammer. All right. Uh, <laughs> listen, thank you, Steve. Post your comments. Screwdriver. On today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming One up girl 40- on Facebook said, ooh, you must be the Black Stormy. Oh, <laughs> Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour. He a star. Yeah. Uh, Happy Cinco de Mayo. And uh, we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
happy Cinco de Mayo. This, that's what today is, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. It's May often 5th. confused. Yeah, yeah, it often gets confused with Mexican Independence Day, but today is Cinco de Mayo. It commemorates the Mexican Army's victory at the Battle of Puebla during the uh, Franco-Mexican War in 1862. Mexico actually declared its independence 50 years earlier. So uh, shout out to all of our Hispanic, yeah, yeah. And Latino brothers Man. and sisters. For whooping that ass. Singer de Mayo celebrates Mexican culture and heritage. So, um, I mean, we've been to Mexico so many times. We love yes. Mexico. We love it. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And, and Steve, remember when you used to take lessons, Spanish lessons on the air? Uh, anything yeah, you want to say? Yeah. Yeah, you know, in Spanish, hasta luego, you know, goodbye. Yes, you know, Riva Dirty, and you know, I do a mixture. Yeah, you know, I was doing them on the air, but I tell you one thing though, I learned how to cuss a little bit. I like that. That's what he. But I learned caliente, caliente Jr. You know what that means? Hot. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned uh, culo. <laughs> and uh, no, anytime you say that to Latinos, they just bust out laughing <laughs> in your face. <laughs> they don't give a damn who you are. If I say, hey, man, caliente culo, they just bust out laughing <laughs> in my damn face. So I thought that was the two words that was essential to me mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. in Texas. And I used to just, you know, have crews over there at the house and stuff. You know, it was builders and stuff, contractors. A lot, lot of uh, Latinos, and I, you know, I knew it was hot outside, so I said, "Man, woo, caliente, yeah, mi culo, mi culo caliente." They be boy, they be hollering, laughing. They say, "He's so stupid, man." He <laughs> Watch, you only know two words. Watch this. Watch this. Hey, Mr. Harvey, what's up, caliente, baby, culo now. <laughs> Low. And you know, I would just change the inflection. Right. And they laugh harder. They said, this yes. dude really think he's speaking he's Spanish. He ain't saying a damn thing. You know, hey, Mr. Steve. Caliente. No, <laughs> <laughs> boy. I'll holler at y'all. Cool up. Up in here. Boy, they say this man. <laughs> this El Negro. Oh, yeah. Caliente. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Hey, cool up, baby. To Caliente. We'll be Cali. back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, Italy and the U.S. are just a few of the countries that are easing back coronavirus restrictions to try and revive our economies. Uh, Here at home in America, people in Chicago are still disobeying staying-at-home orders by having block parties, and uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is really upset. She does not play when it comes to this coronavirus. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. People in Atlanta are going to the mall for Jordan sneakers. Or they were standing in line yesterday for the opening of Lenox Mall as well. And Bro a lot stupid. of people aren't Bro wearing stupid. masks. Yeah, for Jordan sneakers and stuff. Florida and Texas, uh, the beaches are packed. 
um, protesters in Michigan carrying rifles, waving correct com uh, Confederate flags, demanding the governor reopen the state so they can get a haircut. What? What? <laughs> you waving a Confederate flag so you can get a haircut. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. cut your own damn hat then. Okay, all right. It's what you've been doing. Right. Yeah. Can all them people uh, protesting? Can we get them to sign well, a petition? Well, most of them can they... cut mullets they sell. And you know these virus outbreaks at the uh, nation's meat factories in the Midwest are going on as well. Uh, various science models have dramatically increased the COVID-19 death toll. And so, what do you think, Steve? Are we reopening too soon? I mean, we've talked about well, it a lot I, on this show. Listen, like Carla was saying earlier, I get that people, I look, man, mm -hmm. people that's out of work, they, they got to make these ends meet. I, yes. I do get it, man. I do get it. And sometimes they out the, the risk reward factor, they're willing to take the risk to, for their family to survive. Mm -hmm to feel like they they can keep a roof over their head or keep their car or, or keep the balls in the air. So right. I get it, man. Yeah. Uh, but here's the problem. Without a, vac a, va a vaccine, yeah. without a cure, yeah. without them finding a way to even just slow it, the, the, the effects of the disease, when you yeah. get it, they don't really have that. That that that's drug they got out now. This remind remedin or whatever they call it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. Mm -hmm. Junior know all that. And so but I ain't got to do Uncle Watch it all day. I appreciate you, Junior. <laughs> and so you know when when they when they when they if they could come out with something, but I get it, man. People want to go back, and they're putting pressure on these governors so they can keep their lives together. It's a horrible choice to have to make, your health or your wealth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's that's not fair. And especially when we're not really talking real wealth, we're just talking about the ability to keep the doors and the roof mm -hmm. and electricity on. We're and the car about no basic pay. needs. We ain't yeah, about what and that's you what want. a lot of people are facing. Yeah. And and I yeah, understand and wanting to go. That. So right. is it too soon? Yes, it is. But I do understand people wanting to go to work. Now, going to wanting to go to the mall and that's to the movie story. and bowling and getting your hair cut, that's right. not what I call opening. If, if people want to go back to work, if a company can get some social distancing and hand washing and mm -hmm. wear masks at work, mask. I yeah. understand people wanting to go to work. I ain't yeah. knocking well, that But what about if yeah. you are a barber and you are a hairstylist and you do own a movie theater and you do own yeah. a store in the mall? Yeah. I understand want to go to work too. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's horrible. It's, yeah. it's, it's a know, catch everywhere you look it's at. It's a mess. This country yeah. is in a should mess be a priority right though. You know yeah. what you say? I want a haircut. I'm tired of looking like Eddie Kane from the Fire Heartbeat, but I'm going to Not wait. Eddie. <laughs> Who you look like, Julie? Eddie Kane trying to get back in the group. Ta-da. <laughs> I'm going to wait, though. Guys like this. Come on, yeah. Junior. Uh, Surely. I look just like James Brown, last bug shot. <laughs> I'm over here struggling. Junior, you got that old wavy hair. Ooh. <laughs> Junior took his cap off. But I I'm going to wait. The yeah. girls like the curls, Junior. You know that. I'm going to wait, though. 
Man. All right, coming up more of uh, today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Carla, you're yes, up ma'am. with your music news. What you got for us, girl? Okay, so we talked about this earlier before we got on the air. So Swiss Beats and Timbaland, you know, uh-huh. they kind of started those Instagram live battles. The battles. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, you know, uh-huh. we know Teddy Riley, Babyface, that was yes. big. Yes. So now Timbaland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a lot of followers. Uh-huh. And it's actually helping the artists. It's helping them sell music. Okay, and it's making relevant. their followers mm-hmm. go, go up on mm-hmm. social media. That's right, Shirley. Stay relevant. So now get ready. Timbaland is saying it's time for the... The queens to battle, y'all. Head to head. Saturday night, May 9th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Erica Badu versus Mm. Jill Scott. I like that. I like that. Close to my heart right here. This is close to my heart. Those are my two favorites right there. Wow. That's going to be a rough one. That is. That's going to be. That is. You talking about Tyrone, other side of the game. It's hit after hit. Yeah. Living my life like it's golden. Getting in the way, long walk the way. (gasps) The way is my favorite. The way. I I, I don't know. I just don't know. Who you got? Who y'all got? I, I, I got to go with my girl Street, though. I gotta yeah, Erica. yeah well, you got history with Erica. I, yeah, I that's my girl, so one. I got to go with Erica. I love them both the same. I I'm pro- Shirley, I'm going to probably be Saturday night just pulling my hair, just jamming I know. and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's going to be good. Uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up and some trending news at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you ready? Time for Ask the CEO, the Chief Love Officer. Here we go. This one is from Tammy in Oklahoma. Uh, Tammy says, my boyfriend and I have been together for nine years, and we have four children together. I really want to be with him forever, but he is not the most romantic man in the world, and our relationship is getting stale. I am tired of giving him hints around Valentine's Day or my birthday to do something special for me. He tells me he loves me every day, but I no longer feel the love. How can I get him to stop taking me for granted? Well, the first thing you have to do is stop taking yourself for granted. You've been his boyfriend for nine years and you have four children. If you want more, you have to command more. Why would he give you more when he knows you're willing to settle for being his girlfriend and he your boyfriend for nine years? Mm -hmm. How can I get him to be more romantic? I think the bigger question is, how can you get him to commit to you and marry you? How can you give the children his last name? Now, ain't in your business. It don't make no difference whether you do it or not. But you wrote in to me. So I'm just mm. saying to you, I'm just C-L-O. trying to, in a nice little Christian way, just offer you a suggestion. Aim a little bit higher. I want mm. something for my birthday. I want something for Valentine's Day. How about a damn wedding? Mm. How about that? Hard, baby. If you don't, if you quit aiming so low, mm. you might mess around and go somewhere. She didn't mm. mention a wedding or marriage at all. No, but I've been, he my boyfriend for nine years. We got four kids. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? All right. What? <laughs> we'll move on to Carmen in Philly. Carmen says, I'm a divorced single mother. My ex and I didn't have a custody battle, nor did I put him on child support. 
I'm regretting it now. Legally, I have to let our three-year-old daughter visit him, uh, even though he doesn't provide any uh, financial support for her. I have to pack uh, any and everything she might need because my ex doesn't have any clothes, toys, not even a toothbrush for our little girl at his house. I want to drag him back to court, but I don't want to be angry, the angry ex-wife. How should I approach this? Oh, wow. Well, That's a you don't one. have to be yeah. the angry ex-wife. Yeah. yeah. You just have to have this man be responsible for his child. It's called the law. It's it's mm. it's not you're not the angry ex. You're the you, mother. A man can't get off the hook for his responsibility to his right. children. All right, uh, coming up, our last break of the day. This last break of the day. See Say it in Spanish. Siesta on the lace. Happy Cinco de Mayo. And coming up, you're going to lead us into this, Steve, but we're going to replay the entire uh, Don Lemon uh, viral. As uh, my closing remarks Yeah, today. viral audio as your closing remarks. He asked President Trump, what is it about you? What do you have against Barack Obama, our former president? We'll do that mm. coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. Last break of the day. Mm-hmm. It's been a good day. It's been a fun yes. day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And later good on, good Margarita. Cinco de Mayo. ¿Qué pasó? It is me. ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó? I love Cinco Well, Mayo, yeah. And, and Steve, you have something special for us. Instead of your closing remarks, you yeah, lead us Instead of the- my closing yeah. remarks, what I wanted to do was Don Lemon really kind of nailed it on the head, you know, and he did it in a really, really eloquent way. Eloquent mm-hmm. way, eloquent. I, I, you know. I just um, his comment, his commentary, was really, really spot on. I know everybody don't agree with him about right. everything he says, but uh, for the most part, I find myself sitting there shaking my head, going, "Yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. Now I know people on Fox don't like CNN, and vice versa. CNN don't like people on Fox, uh, and that's the problem we have in this country. We can't get anybody to give us the information as facts. You got a closer chance of getting it on CNN, what's really going on. But then, you know, Fox tries to give out the news of what's going on with the coronavirus too. I've seen them do some really, really good reports. And then I've seen some idiotic stuff come out of there too. But Don Lemon's commentary on the state of our nation with this president was quite compelling. And here it is in its entirety. So I've said it before. Everybody wants the economy to, to come back. Come on. People are hurting. Millions of jobs lost. Millions of people not sure where to get the money to pay the rent and put food on the table. But the president wants to be able to showcase an economic recovery. It's his ace in the hole with Election Day just six months away. And he just can't seem to muster the kind of compassion that we need from our president. With more and more Americans getting sick and more and more Americans dying, he is longing to get back to crowded campaign rallies, right? Sirius says, hopefully our country will soon mend. We are all missing our wonderful rallies and many other things. Uh, no, we're not. He's bragging about his golf courses. And then there is this, one of the most transparent and ludicrous attempts at distraction that we have seen from a president who has got a, a million of them, retweeting an utterly absurd claim by a conspiracy theorist that the former president, Barack Obama, was, was behind what he calls the Russia hoax. 
This one is really a new low from a president who goes low all the time. It is obviously completely untrue. It's a disturbed fantasy. And just as obviously, he doesn't really expect you to believe it. He just wants to turn the page, to get you to think about something, anything, other than one of the worst crises in this nation's history. Look in the mirror, Mr. President. It's you. And this is nothing but a shameless attempt to distract from your own administration's mishandling of a crisis that's cost over 67,000 American lives. And by the way, you were warned about a pandemic like this by the Obama administration. That's leadership. That's compassion. It's too bad that President Trump can't show either. By the way, what is it about President Obama that really gets under your skin? Is it because he's smarter than you? Better educated? Made it on his own? Didn't need daddy's help? Wife is more accomplished? Better looking? I don't know. What is it? What is it about him? That he's a black man that's accomplished? Became president? That he punked you on the whole birth certificate thing? What is it about him? Just wondering. Oof. Wow. You know what? He's going to respond to that. that. I've never seen anybody. This is David Copperfield in the White House. This is Chris Angel. Now you see me, no, you, now you don't. His philosophy of it can't be me, it has to be you. It's, it, and if it's certainly not me, then it has to be you, because certainly it's not me. I didn't say that. That's fake news. No, you said it. You've said it thousands and thousands of times. You know what? It's so because I said it. And I have a lot of people who will let me say anything I want and go along with it. That's the real sadness of this country that we're in. The tens of millions of people who will allow him to say all of this stuff, then I know these people know this is wrong. And they go along with it. They go along with it because he's a Republican. What? That's element. Can I tell you something? Ain't nobody leading me down the dog path. I don't give a damn what party they in. I have enough common sense to think for myself. And like I told y'all earlier on the show, don't let them people that's running the White House run your house. Don't yeah. don't get. They don't know what's happening in your house. Don't let these people in your house, man. It's really sad what's going on. I really want to appreciate and applaud Don uh, Lemon's courage and uh, just spot-on performance of, of what we're facing in this day in the White House, and I agree with him 100% on that. So, hey, look, y'all be good, man. We'll see y'all tomorrow, God willing, and uh, I would say have a nice weekend, but just however you do. So I don't even know what day it is no more. So we'll May see you. May 5th. Sick of the mouth. Sick of the mouth. Sick of the mouth.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 